We apologize in advance, but today's episode contains some pretty heavy and sensitive subjects. If you are sensitive to topics including sexual assault, we understand if this episode is not for you. Hi. You started. Yeah, started Hi, Tony Rose. <laughs> Just kidding. No. Okay. Should, so I just, <laughs> should I just delete it? No, no, okay. no, we're gonna start. Okay. Like, we're just gonna roll with okay, it. Okay, this cool. is it. okay, sorry. It's been like, oh, we're rolling, like, we're yeah, gonna keep like, it in. We're just gonna do it. People need to know that we're human, too, and like, we're not gonna always perfectly be able to start a podcast. That's so true. Hi, Alex. How's it going? <laughs> could be better, could be worse. Honestly, this intro is kind of like how our lives are going. It's a Monday, we're tired. It's been a couple weeks. Because I've just delayed recording a podcast for weeks on end. But they will never know because these come out weekly. <laughs> but yeah. Behind the I, scenes I just, information. Like, stop swearing a little bit. So I, I also felt very childish just saying fudge. Fudge yeah. Fudge yeah. I love a good swear word. Not gonna lie. Yeah. But anyway, how was your weekend? Um, not super eventful. Just yeah. like, meh, just like. Chill Just weekend. Chill. What about you? I had a very chill weekend, Weekend, but I had an experience that I kind of want to get your take on. Okay. Because I feel like I got my nails done on Saturday. Okay. And I kind of feel Wait, like let a, me see those. Yeah, they're okay. They're my favorite. Oh. I great went shape, to, great color. I'm into it. I don't know. Yeah, new shape, whatever. Uh, no one can see the color, but it's a very nice deep red wine red. With a nice little sparkle, sparkle. finger. I love an accent soul. nail. Yeah, um, but I went to a new place because the last place really screwed up, and I was just so pissed. So I went to this new place, got great reviews online, and I want to get—I want to tell you the story because I want to get your opinion because I was pissed. Like I was sitting there fuming by the, okay. before we even started on my nails. So I get in. My appointment was at two thirty. I walk in at two twenty-nine, like the on-time person that I am. Yeah. And they do the usual, like, oh, hey, what are you here for? I'm like, oh, I'm here for Phil. Okay, sit down, pick out your nail color. I'm like, oh, perfect. Going smoothly. I pick out my color. Love it. It was so exciting. And she sits down, and all of a sudden, I guess, like, her coworker, her brother, I believe they're related, comes in with, like, a big bag of food. And all she said is, like, can you wait here for a second? And I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. No worries. Like, thinking it's literally a second. Everyone gets up from their stations. There's four other people being worked on, and they all go into the back, the back area. You can still see them, and they have their lunch. Oh. And they're talking in a different language. We don't know what they're saying, and they're just having their lunch. And it 32 minutes. I timed them. They had lunch for 32 minutes, and they left us all sitting there. No way. I was I was dumbfounded. I almost went. Like, hello, like, what's going on? I was going to ask, like, when are we going to get... I had a birthday party, my aunt's birthday party to get to. I was already an hour late. <laughs> like, it was just... Was that weird? That's really weird. Has it ever happened It's never happened It was before. nuts. And then she comes over, doesn't wash her hands, and I had to say something. I was like, oh, sorry, if you don't mind washing your hands, because you just had a spring roll. <laughs> like, juicy spring roll. <laughs> I draw the line, you know? Like, I love a spring roll, but I don't want it on my hands. That's- to be an Instagram quote. Oh, excuse me, can you wash your hands? You just had a spring roll. <laughs> so true. So it's weird, right? That's really weird. I mean, I it's definitely happened to me in the past where like I've sat there for a while, like waiting. Totally. But it's mostly been because I feel like a lot of there those like salons, course. they want to get as many people through as possible. Walk-ins, so like yeah. even if you have an appointment, like they will put a walk-in yeah. ahead of you because they they know that like you have an appointment, you need to get it done sort yeah. of thing. And they just don't want to turn away the business. But, like, even, like, I, like 
my mom, my sister, and I all went to the same nail salon for, like, 10 plus years. And yeah. I only stopped going there because, like, I moved, like, an hour away. And it just, like, wasn't feasible for me to go out there all the time. And my favorite nail girl there left. But, like, it was, like, it didn't really, like, get bad until, like, mm, like the eighth, ninth, tenth year sort of thing. And, like, we, like, That's they know us by wow, name. Like so it's like loyal. Yeah, it's like a husband and wife. Like, the, oh. the guy actually worked at a different nail place, and he, like, opened up his own. So, like, we've been with him, like, ever since he opened the salon. And it's, like, very successful. And... It was just really weird that, like, you know, we know them by name. Like, we've seen their kids grow up. It was so weird. And then, like, we would, like, walk in, and, like, now they, like, kind of pretend like they don't know who we are. It's, like, really weird. weird. And, like, actually, like, last weekend, I tried to call them three times to get an appointment just to, like, get, like, a quick pedicure done. And, like, they didn't answer the phone. And I was, like, that's so weird. And my mom's, like... I swear they're, like, screening your calls or something. And I was like, but, like, what? I'm sure, like, I haven't been there in a while. So, I'm like, are they mad at me that I yeah. haven't been there <laughs> What'd in a while? What'd you do to them? <laughs> it's just, it's so weird to me. So, I, it's, but, as I say all of this, no, they've never literally just all gone got up, up at, once at once to, like, go eat, eat lunch. Food. I get, like, girl, I got hungry too. Blood sugar is a thing. Go get a power bar. But you don't have to sit down and have a 30-minute lunch in front of all your clients who are waiting. Like, could you all see them? There, we could, same room just in the back oh. of the room and this one girl like thank god I didn't even get like mine wasn't even started on this girl mid pedicure was left like her feet were still soaking in the water oh. it was like the weirdest thing ever but like I'm not mad at the results so I think I'm gonna go back <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you don't go at lunchtime or dinner time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 2.30, anyway. I mean, like, I guess I've never, like, what, what, this was on a weekend? Yeah, Saturday. That's weird. I don't know. I just thought it was funny, and as soon as it happened, I like that we have a podcast now, because I'm like, oh, instant story. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what I would say, because, like, I'm, like, too awkward to say anything in that situation. So many times, I was like, this is it. You're just going to pipe up and be like, hello, any, what's the time frame? Or, like, I'm just going to leave, but I just sat there. But when she came over with unwashed spring roll hands, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) I draw the log. Um, But it's funny, because we're now five weeks into it. And we have other exciting news, you guys. We finally be- are becoming social media stars, and we've launched our own Instagram. Yay! I mean, how long ago did we actually start it? But now we're just catching up on actually That's promoting true, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also failed. Yeah, we started it like three weeks ago. Yeah. So and like then a we big decided. Shout out to all of the people who have been liking our photos, yes. being little. Uh, supportive friends that you are. It's really nice. And if you want to catch all our updates when we release new episodes, fun little quotes, pictures of us, if you want to see what we actually look like, <laughs> you can go to We Apologize Podcast on Instagram. Uh, we post there multiple times a week. We've been very good. Yeah, we've been working really hard. Well, Tony Rose has been working really hard at all the <laughs> social media posts while I've been MIA. Nah, you help. You give feedback. Okay. And then I, I work tirelessly like, to change it. I feel like you give like very minimal <laughs> feedback. Like, yeah, that looks really great. Like, nothing like constructive. But need. they are really good, though. That's so, all like, I need. If there's nothing to be changed, then there's nothing to be changed. A hundred percent. So please go follow, like, comment. We're very thirsty. Um, and we just want to be successful in yeah. every area. And while we're shamelessly promoting ourselves, it would actually be really awesome if you do enjoy this podcast. If you can go to Apple, Apple Podcasts and leave a review, then you know it'll just give us a little bit more exposure to potentially get into some lists that iTunes will promote yeah. us. Playlists. Playlist. We don't really know what it does, but we no. know that it helps. So if you just do it, please. <laughs> Even if it's like, hi, how are you doing? You want to ask us a question? 
will respond. We're, we're also open to constructive feedback. I oh, mean, you don't 100%. need to shoot rainbows up my ass, but like, you we know, know we're not perfect. Like, hey, one of them's kind of whiny. Like, I can work on that. Or Tony Rose, shut your phone off because it dings really loud. <laughs> oh I know, my god, I how many messages did you get about that? <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry that I'm popular. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, my phone dinged like three times extremely loud yeah like right right in the ear hole right in the ear <laughs> hole jeez right in the ear hole uh so if you want to leave a comment please do we will read them all because that's all we do every day all please day and thanks um uh, but switching gears a little bit so this episode again like our conspiracy theory is going to be like a different route a little bit more serious um this one actually like took time and research so please appreciate it i know, I know that we joke that we don't fact check but we actually fact check not to the the, the extreme but <laughs> we have some facts in here today yes today is a fact check kind of well not like fact check but like i looked at like wikipedia and was like yeah that makes totally. sense and sounds about right globe and mail yeah <laughs> exciting times it was a good source for me um but we really wanted to talk about cancel culture because it's really become a huge thing over the last like one to two years and i feel like a lot of celebrities whether it's traditional or youtube are being called out for their actions and the things that they say um and we just thought it would be an interesting topic and look at more of the the bigger cases. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel like it kind of started more so, like, in YouTube culture. And then it 100%. spread to traditional celebrities. Like, the same type of, like, hey, we don't have to deal with your shit anymore. We just don't want you around. I agree. Just like social media, like, cancel culture was never even dubbed cancel culture. It was called, traditionally, a boycott. Yeah. So, it's all now with the internet and YouTube and Instagram, people always have these fancy words for things that actually have been going on for a while. But they just tend to, you know, call them out and then it becomes a trend and now everyone is in this cancel culture. Yeah. I kind of like the, like, term cancel culture. I love it. And I always say, like, you're canceled. I almost see it as this, like, big red button that you just go, canceled. Honestly? (laughs) We should should have one in the studio. Yes! (laughs) Every time you say something stupid, canceled. (laughs) It'd be going off daily for us. So, you actually wrote down, like, the actual definition. So... For anyone that's still seeking clarification on what cancel culture is, I'll let you read it. Okay, so the definition of cancel culture is a form of boycott in which someone, typically a celebrity, has shared a questionable opinion or, again, has a problematic behavior called out on social media. Um, And like we said earlier, uh, and now in the definition, like it is a boycott. Everyone knows what a boycott is. It's just like a fancy word. Um, and I was like going back and thinking like, oh, what's the first type of like cancel culture were you exposed to? Do you remember vividly like which one for you? No. I know. I, I, at first I was like, no, but then I realized that the Dixie Chicks, like one of my favorite bands, Alex, turn that off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, one of my favorite bands, Dixie Chicks actually was like the first case of cancel culture, but back then was called a boycott. If everyone remembers the famous concert that they held in 2003, uh, the lead singer, uh, Nat, uh, Natalia, sorry, (laughs) publicly stated at one of their concerts, um, while introducing their now famous song, Traveling Soldier, um, they said, just so you know, we're on the good side with y'all. We don't want this war, this violence, and we're ashamed that the president of the United States is from Texas, who, of course, they're talking about Bush. Um, and even without the power of social media, this was heard around the world and ultimately ended their career in just a sh- few short years after that. Um, after everything, uh, they released their song, Not Ready to Make Nice, which was kind of 
their response to everything um, that was on their last album, which I don't even know if they knew it was going to be their last album, but it was um, in 2006 titled Taking the Long Way. Um, and like I said, it was a response to everything that happened. And of course they did that documentary, Shut Up and Sing. Like I remember vividly watching that on DVD. Like I remember we rented it at a Blockbuster. I do remember seeing some clips of like people literally like a big like fire of people just throwing their scenes so they say this one thing i like now i understand why celebrities like they don't talk about politics because everyone obviously doesn't have the same view on things and for her to say one thing without the power of social media and for it to be in like every media outlet which like crazy and it truly ended their career i mean 2003 was when they made that statement and they worked for three years on that new song and album but after that like nothing really worked and they ended like they went on separate careers I feel like it like targeting especially like a president is (laughs) it's like tricky correct me if I'm wrong because like I don't know how like voting and all this works but it's like (laughs) if you're attacking someone that is in office that means like more than half the nation is already against you like they elected that person into office so you're gonna have more people against you than not so even like and this is just me like I didn't do any research on this but you remember when like Kathy Griffith like did that photo where she was holding a mask of like Donald Trump like that's just, like, to me, an artistic piece, but I can understand how, like, in some people's minds, they're, like, you're threatening him or, like, yeah. whatever, but I would say is like, rule number one, don't go after the just president. Don't talk about it. I get yeah. where they're coming from. It was a really, like, crazy time. It was, mm-hmm. like, after um, the 2001 attacks, right? Yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, and, like, the war and all that stuff, and, like, it's, like, I feel like everyone's, like, so adjusted to totally. soldiers being over there but like back then that was just like such a like newer thing like and it just happened all at once so i don't know i feel like celebrities try to use their platform for good and that's really like a sad situation of cancel yeah. culture because like they're honestly i love the dick i chicks. love like them. traveling soldier listen to run. i listened to not ready to make nice this morning on my car ride home like it's on my playlists i love them and in terms of like where they are now i know that they split in 2006 in individual careers and they didn't really I don't really know any of their songs individually, but um, I don't know if they're making a comeback, but they did a a duet with Taylor Swift on her new album and it's very good. So I'm hoping that's a sign that they're, you know, they've, we've moved past this (laughs) horrible thing and then they're going to come back because they're really good musicians at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, as we're going to get into it, like, I feel like at the end of every person that we discuss, like we'll see, we'll, we'll state our opinion on like, did they get canceled? Did they, you know, kind of, rise from the ashes of it sort of and I kind of hope they do because like that was so long ago too so long ago it's just it's hard because now you have a totally different generation that like has no idea who you are because you've been out of like the limelight for a while but like having a catalyst like Taylor Swift to get them back in there would be like now's your time milk it for all I know I can't remember what the song was called but I really love it I have it downloaded um so I hope if they do make a comeback they don't comment on Trump you know Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> What's your first story? Oh, what is my first story? Um, okay, do you remember the TV show Roseanne? Yes. So, like, that was that was on from October 1988 to May 1997. Oh, wow. So, like, it was, yeah, and it was, like, very much popular, like, I mean, Friends came a little bit later, but, mm-hmm. like, it was, like, that level status before Friends, like, kind of came about. So, basically, for anyone that doesn't know, if you're a little bit younger, but I think we have an older audience, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> um, so the TV show Roseanne centered around a family and called the Connors. Um, it was an American working class family, essentially, so it was, like, the stuff that was kind of hip happening in their lives. But it was, like, a sitcom comedy yeah. sort of thing, 30 minutes sort of deal. 
The show lasted about nine seasons. Excuse me. The show lasted <laughs> nine seasons and was always at the top in terms of like views. Ratings. Um, yeah. And ratings, yeah. Um, so much so that once it ended in 1997, ABC decided to revive it um, in 2017 was when the decision was made. Whoa, that's so long ago. Well, I know that they made a reboot, but I didn't realize that was that long from the ending. Yeah, so it was like 20 years. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, fun. Um, so they made the decision in 2017 and like um, it actually aired in 2018. I think like near the beginning. It was kind of like one of those mid-season ones yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, in like the earlier part of the year to like see how it did. And it did really well. It was pulling yeah. in approximately 19 million views an episode making it the number three show at ABC. I was just going to say that's probably the number, the top 10 of all shows because now with the power of internet. 19 million people weekly on a show is outstanding. That's, That's amazing. Huge. Like, that was, like, an average. There was, like, some weeks that I had, like, 25 million from, like, the stats that I was looking wow, at. that's incredible. Especially it, for a reboot, too. For a reboot, because, like, this, like, the past, like, what, like, five years, like, all these networks are trying to, like, reboot all of They're these not shows. Working. Like, Will and Grace, and, like, that's already, like, done, done as well because, yeah. like, of the actors not being able to get along with each other. Totally. Which really sucks. It was a great show. I love that show. Um... So, as a whole, like, in the past, like, the TV show has been ranked as, like, TV Guide's, like, 50 greatest TV shows of all time. Yeah. So, it's, like, up there in the ranks staple. with, like, not not in my personal opinion, I'm just, like, stating, like, <laughs> um, from the fact yes. that it's, like, it's up there with, like, Seinfeld, Friends, like, it's, like, a classic show. Yeah. Um, so, it, it's up there. So, like I said, so 2017 brought the renewal of the show with nine episodes, um, and it had all of the same original cast. So, yeah. like, sometimes, like, you know, with, like, Fuller House, you have, like, some missing pieces, Mary like, Mary Ashley, where Ashley. are you at? Yeah, but they had everyone from the cast. But that's I think incredible. that's because their cast, like, literally did nothing. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, money? So like, yes! Money. Um, <laughs> Gotta feed and pay bills. Um, after the first few episodes aired with huge views, ABC renewed an 11th season with 13th episodes. So, like, those first, like, nine episodes were season yeah. 10, and then they renewed for an 11th season with 13 episodes. Um, this decision was very quickly reversed, um, as they decided to full-on cancel the show again after mm-hmm. the main actress, Roseanne Barr, who, like, the whole show, like, centers around, she's, like, the matriarch of the show, everything revolves around her. Um, she decided to put out a tweet... Um, discussing former President Obama's administration official. Her name was Valerie Jarrett, and her tweet said, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. Like, referring to Valerie Jarrett, which was, like, such a racist, like, beyond racist tweet. What went through her mind that thought that was, like, okay? I mean... She definitely thought that was funny, which is sick. I don't know. I mean, she, like, her and Trump were, like... Love and like obviously Trump like does not like the Mm. Obama administration. So literally like the second I came out, within a day, Mm -hmm. they canceled the show. Like the network president called the tweet aberrant, repugnant, and inconsistent with our values. So they, but like the thing that like is really interesting about all of this is like literally with them being like, "Okay, canceled, done, not dealing with this." They quickly pivoted the show and they just called it the Connors and literally yeah. it was just the same show with Without everyone her. else minus Roseanne like <laughs> I think it's just really funny because they killed her off in the show I don't know how because like I don't, I don't watch, watch it, it. yeah I heard but, that like, too that's and just, apparently they weren't sad or something like it wasn't a huge thing it was just yeah. like oh she's died Whatever. well she's like could you imagine that like you know as those actors who, like, haven't maybe been doing much in this time, they get this comeback. They're like, we're doing, our show's doing so yeah. amazing. Like, we got a meal ticket for a while. And then she goes into something like that, risks them losing everything all over again. And Selfish. then, yeah, like, 
I don't know, hard to say if, like, they in real life cared, but, like, that's just, like, such a stupid thing to well, do. Well, it's also hard on, co- like, co-workers or co-stars when someone, that they probably liked her, like, there was never reports of them, like, not getting yeah. along. They were a family. They did a show for, like, ten years, and now they do it again. Like, they seem to be close, and then she goes and does this thing. Like, it's hard to support her and be there for her as a friend because... Flat out, she's 100% wrong. Like, there's no going back from it. Like, it, yeah. it sucks. It would be like something if you did. Like, I love you as a friend. And if you did something so stupid, which I know you wouldn't, it'd be so hard to support you. It'd be like, I want to support you. You're my friend. But, like, that was horrible. Yeah. You have to, like, like, cut ties. At the end of the day, like, you can have your opinion. But, like, why do you have to put it on Twitter? It just it's makes no t- sense. Dinner table talk, not Twitter talk. <laughs> <laughs> put that on a t-shirt, okay? Okay. We'll get on that immediately. <laughs> so, basically, I made a note that said... So was she canceled? And my opinion is, oh, hell oh, yeah, she was. I don't even know what she's doing, where she's living. She was killed off the show that was titled after her and that she made famous, yet you haven't seen much of her in the media. That's what you get for being Screw. super racist. Bobby. Bye. Bye. And that's someone, honestly, I don't think anyone really, like, misses. Unless you're, like, <laughs> such a diehard fan of the original series. But, like, Oof. I think, you know, with if the, if the show was, like, canceled, canceled, like, yeah. they didn't, like, pivot... Maybe there would be, like, a little bit more of an uproar, and it could have potentially saved her if there was enough fans, mm-hmm. but, like, I think people are just happy enough to have, like, the rest of the original cast. They're like, we don't need your bullshit. Totally. Is the O'Connors doing well? Is this all on air? Do you know that? Um, yeah, it is. They actually, like, just got renewed for another oh, season. Oh, okay. So, like, well, you know, I don't have, like, the actual stats, but it's doing well enough that they got renewed. Okay, love that for them, and I hope that they succeed so well that it makes her feel bad, which Me it should. Too. Um, okay, great. So my next one um, is super long. So okay. I cut it down. I don't have all the, you know, all the finer details, but I have enough to give a good understanding. And of course, I'm sure everyone knows about Harvey Weinstein and, and the horrible things that he's done. But I just thought this is a really prevalent one in the last couple of years. So I just thought it's very important to include. Well, it like launched a whole movement. It was a like surrounding whole him. movement. And things went down really quickly for him as thank God it should, and a lot of people that you probably admire as actresses were involved, so it's just, it's a very interesting story, a sad but interesting one. Um, so this star- this story starts on October 5th, 2017, when the New York Times published a story accusing Harvey of sexual harassment for decades, um, over 30 years, I believe they stated. In the first story, um, act Actress Rose McGowan and Ashley Judd were among the first women to come forward and tons after followed. uh, Allegations included him promising these women's advancements in their careers for exchange for sexual favors, which is disgusting. Um, In the first report, there was no specific details, um, but they come out later, very soon. Wait, did we like... Um, say like who he was for anyone that doesn't like he was like oh, a sorry. movie big, producer big time huge producer. producer and I don't know I'm the, a lover of award shows so Oscars he's always there front row like all he's involved in any big movie like I'm sure like any blockbuster wanna, like, he has his name up. tied to it um, so while Alex looks that up, I'll just continue the story. But on the same day of October 5th, um, he immediately issued an apology for causing pain to these women, um, acknowledged it, but denied the allegations of harassing them for nearly 30 years or 30 decades, sorry. Um, which was part of the initial statement from the victim. So he didn't deny the sexual allegations. He just specifically denied that it hasn't been for, you know, Over 30 decades. I meant three decades. 30 (laughs) years. Wow, my brain. It's a Monday. Um, So again, he never flat out denied the allegations, just that it wasn't going on for 30 years. It was also on this day that he took a leave of absence from 
his company, a Weinstein company, uh, while they launched an investigation to look into the allegations that were um, published. A few days later, on October 8th, the Weinstein Company fired Harvey as the outcome of their investigation brought up more information about misconduct. Again, there was no specific details in this specific statement, as obviously the company wants to keep this under wraps as possible and didn't really want to expose their company as it already is, and it sucks that his name is literally in the title of the company. Um... And then on October 10th, 13 more females came out with allegations of misconduct, which included Gwyneth Paltrow and Angelina Jolie. So two big names, you know, came... Huge names. Huge names. And it's, you know, as sad as it is, it's nice that people are actually coming forward and, like, talking about it. And then two days following that, on October 12th, um, there was... Police were alerted of a family dispute at the Weinstein house. And when they arrived, Harvey wasn't there. He seemed to, like, leave the scene. But at the end, there was no criminal charges uh, laid, and it was just found that there was a family dispute. But what was interesting, it was on that exact same day, a variety of film organizations such as BAFTA, the Oscars, which is the Academy of Motion Arts and Science, came out with statements that they're no longer supporting him and he's not welcome at any further involvement in the shows or the nominations and things, which was huge because he's a huge part of it. And it's just interesting. Obviously, this is just a theory, but obviously it has something tied with that family dispute. He's probably very angry. Um, And then on October 14th, the Oscars finally came out and not only um, not supporting him, but they expelled him from any further participation. So no longer is allowed. Sorry, what year was that? Uh, This was the same year, 2017. This is literally, this is, uh, so October 5th is when the report came out and October 14th is when he was cut ties with all... um, I appreciate that the people move fast. Totally. Like, it was, they came out on October 12th and was like, we don't support him. And then two days later was like, 100%, like, bye. Yeah. Um, so it's really nice that people are supporting him and obviously, or not him, sorry, oh my God, supporting the victims. Um, and, you know, taking action because you can't let this thing happen. Like, you can't, his life will never be the same, thankfully. Yeah, I mean, sorry, are you finished? No, yeah, continue. Um. It's just, like, I find, I found, like, the whole, like, hashtag Me Too movement to be, first of all, amazing. Yeah. Because you band together all these, like, really big female celebrities being, like, you did something really wrong. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, most of them say that he tried and they obviously, like, didn't do it. Totally, yeah. I would say. And, you know, they get met with, like, threats, I'm sure. Like, yeah. you don't get any advantage their if career. they don't do it. But I think... It's, I think it just started such a platform for women to be able to come out to talk about other people as well. Because it's like once you have like the big fish on the table, mm-hmm. then you can just like literally throw anyone else. So like um, Kevin Spacey, oh, who's like a huge yeah. actor, you know, like a, a, a young actor, I think it was. Was he an actor? Like came out yeah. to like say like basically that yeah. he raped, raped him. him. Yeah. And, um, I can't and, remember, and but just I think like his response was just like. I didn't know I was gay. And, like, but it was just, like, Ugh, it wasn't an apology. Idiot. It was just, like, hey, by the way, I'm gay now. Doesn't and it's make like, it right. What? Like, that was, like, the weirdest, like, yeah. response to anything. It wasn't even, like, I did something wrong. I'm sorry this happened. It was just, like, it only happened because I'm gay. Okay. So it's stupid. so weird. It's so weird. And, like, obviously with the Me Too movement, there's an underlying theme of, like, these rich dudes that can help you with your career. And these women are obviously in a vulnerable position and trying to make it or just, you know, live and do this with what they love and act and sing. And they've been put in horrible situations. So, um, 
Anyway, back to Harvey Weinstein. So many other women came out and said that they were raped by Harvey. Over the upcoming days, uh, the US and the UK police have started investigations. So now there's specific allegations. So not just sexual harassment, but it's actually specifically rape. Um, and so many other women came forward and said, like, this was exactly what happened to us. Um, what was really interesting to me was on October 19th, Quentin Tarantino, who is also a huge director, came out and admitted that he knew this was happening and stated, quote, I knew enough to do more than I did. But I never oh, heard. Yeah, I, didn't know I did that. not know that until I was doing research. And he is doing perfectly fine with his career. Nothing happened with him saying that statement. There was no backlash, which I find so shocking that here you go. You have two powerful men. One guy is in on it not necessarily participating in any acts, but he is aware of it and knows that he's powerful enough to probably stop it and does nothing. I feel like in that situation, like maybe like Harvey, like in the hierarchy of the movie world. Yeah. Was, was just still like bigger sit down. And like for Quentin, even like, yeah, you never even know. another male within the industry. It was just like, this guy could potentially squash yeah. me like a bug. True. I just thought it was interesting because how vicious the Me Too movement is that like he never even got a slap on the wrist for saying like, oh, I knew. And why I would feel you admit like people that? were almost like too busy, like just totally focusing true. on the people that actually did. Yeah, something. that's true. Yeah, I just thought I never knew that Quentin no, Tarantino that is, said that. That is an interesting piece. Yeah, and then in late October, uh, uh, women came out and said that they were actually paid off to keep quiet. So British actress Zelda Perkins was paid one hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds, and Rose McGowan, who was the first one of the first few females to come out, said that she turned down a million dollars to keep her mouth shut, and obviously she wasn't paid, and she became vocal about it like was what that <laughs> was that like recently or like no, before no, no, no. It came, or was that like back this in the was day? before back like when uh, everything was happening and I guess I don't know this is where I'm not educated in it I don't know if they said I'm gonna come out with it and this was just like hush money um but somewhere there was um kind of a threat to be like I'll pay you this money like don't say anything wow um, yeah very I interesting I feel like that's just like the biggest like admittance of guilt is when you're like just take this money like even when you look at like michael jackson yeah you pay them off because you you did something yeah it might not be what exactly they're saying but you did something bad enough that you have to pay them a million dollars but it's hard because it's like sometimes you have these lawyers that are like look like even let's say like you didn't do it but you're like it just doesn't look good yeah and like things are adding up you're gonna lose you could get jail time what's a million dollars i know but then that just like looks even worse but like i guess like it's just like you and your heart of hearts no you didn't do it and you just wanted to get it off your back totally yeah a tricky situation um but it wasn't until november 28th that the first uk civil claim against harvey was issued in the high court um a woman who worked in the film industry um, and wishes to remain anonymous, of course, so we don't know her name, allegedly claim a series of sexual assaults occurred by Harvey. So it actually in the UK now. So not only in the US, it's now brought over to the Brits. Um, so now he's been doing horrible things on different continents. Um, and on February 28th, after four months of investigation, the New York prosecutors announced that they have filed a lawsuit against the Weinstein Company on basis that the studio failed to protect employees from his alleged harassment and abuse. So it's not only wow. Harvey, it's actually his company being like you like have... other people hushing it up. A bunch of people hushing it up, and this happened underneath your roof. Like, what? what's going on? Why yeah. is there so many women and nothing has been done? Um, so... I thought that was really interesting and, and good on their part for doing that. Um, is that, like, um, like completed? Like, is that finished? The whole story? 
No, like like that portion where the company was taken, like to go, yes. did, like they were found guilty. So, so okay, sorry, I'll, I'll continue. <laughs> and then, so that happened in February, and then March twentieth, the Weinstein's for, former company, now the Weinstein Company, uh, filed for bankruptcy. Um, so safe to say that company is like completely done. I'm not sure in ter- terms of legality what happened with the company or, or who was charged. Um, but Harvey's was far from done <laughs> in terms of legal. Is he in jail? No. I will tell you. I have um, that answer. Wait, can I pause? Cause I brought up how many like the oh, movies yeah. that he did. So he has brought you great movies such as Silver Linings Playbook, yeah, The movie. King's Speech, um, but he has also brought you shitty movies like The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl and Ugh. Piranha Double D. Ew. So, I mean, oh shit, they did yeah. She's All That though. That's a great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Horrible person. <laughs> He's definitely been, oh, the Lord of the Rings yeah. trilogy. No, he, his name's on everything. Like I said, it's insane. Oh, it's the Scream trilogy. Wow. Okay, yeah. He's done a lot. I mean, this is just like a really crappy list that Google brought up at the top. I feel like there's like more notable ones. Well, Kill Bill is technically under him. So it's like that just goes to show that um, Quentin Tarantino was like technically under him. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. Mystery solved. So we fast forward to May 31st. Um, or sorry, May 25th. (laughs) Harvey turned himself into New York police on sexual misconduct. Wow. I can't speak again. <laughs> Misconduct charges, but was shortly released the next day on a $1 million bail over the rape and abuse charges. In doing this, he agreed to wear a GPS tracker and surrender his passport. So he went into jail, they arrested him, and then he posted bail a day later. So he's only in jail for probably less than 24 hours. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, um, on May 31st, a grand jury in New York indicts Weinstein on charges of rape and criminal sexual assault, moving this case towards a trial. So it really heats up by then. Um, and then June 5th, he pleads not guilty for rape and sexual assault at the New York Supreme Court and was slapped with new sexual assault, char- assault <laughs> charges. It's so hard to say. Um, new assault charges in New York from another woman that said that happened back in 2006. So Wow. I know, it's so crazy. Like, even he pleads not guilty, and then he gets slapped with a bunch of other charges. Like, all They're going to mo- drag this out for a while. Oh, 100%. They're just going to, like, bleed him dry in lawyer fees. A hundred percent. And I won't drag this story out too long. I'm almost done. <laughs> um, but on October 11th, a New York judge dismissed one of the six sex assault charges against him, which is... Seems he dismissed positive. It? Yeah, dismissed one of the six. Okay. Um, Prosecutors state that the actress Lucia Evans had given a witness a different version of alleged sex assault from one she had given them. So one person just does not seem credible. Um, and again, with these cases, I find that a lot of people come out of the woodwork, and then now it just gives them an excuse to come out, and you never know if that actually happened to them. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that it never happened to Lucia, but you do see that happen, that a lot of people are just like, I'm here for the money. I will also say that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, not defending him, but that could have been what happened. And then even, not even a month later, later, on November 1st, he's accused yet again of sexual assault, but this time against a minor, a 16-year-old girl who was a model in New York, and of course she's a minor, we don't know anything about her in yeah. terms of like name and where specifically she lives um but now in november for like a year later now minors are involved so who knows how many women he slept with or forced himself forced themselves i meant yeah. yeah it's been horrible but to wrap this horror story up because i know i dragged it on um it legally all came to an end on may 24th 
2019, so this year, Weinstein and his former studio's board members reached a tentative deal with the women who accused him of sexual misconduct, and he reportedly paid $44 million Whoa. to these victims. So, legally speaking, it's wrapped up. He is not in jail. He The charges are dropped, from my knowledge. And he paid $44 million to the victims. Well, and that's probably a drop in the bucket compared 100%. to what he has. Yeah. Again, we don't know what happens behind court closed doors. So, I don't know exactly what happened, but I mean, he paid them off. Maybe it's like, I mean, again, just opinion. But it's like, maybe it was like... Not that the women could decide, like, what his, like, fate was totally. at the end of it, but, like, maybe the judge was like, yeah, your name's been dragged through the mud. No, no, that's stupid, actually. He should have still gone to jail. It's ridiculous oh, that uh-huh. he just paid for it. Oh, 100%. And he was in jail for, what, like, under 24 hours? And gets to pay. Um, like, the bail, knowing what he makes, they should have set that bail way higher. Yeah. Like, a million dollars is, like, a coffee for him, I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a really sad one, but I we wanted to bring it up because obviously it's been in the news for over a couple of years now, and legally speaking, it's closed. Nothing; it'll always be in the hearts of the victims and Harvey himself. So it's just an interesting case. It's a sad one, but I'm happy there's a little bit of closure for the girls. So in the end, he was canceled and canceled hard. Hard, and I actually it was really funny because well, not funny, but. <laughs> I was, like, on Instagram scrolling, and one of a news outlet that I follow reported that he went to a party, um, like, a film party in October, and, like, doors were literally shut on him. He was not welcome. So, fully canceled in every aspect of his life. Oh, that is so embarrassing. It's like, why Why would you even go? Dude, sit down, and you're retired. You're done. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's possible for him. Um, Oh. Yeah. So, that's Harvey Weinstein. That's Harvey Weinstein in a nutshell. Obviously, there's way more specific details, but we could have, like, five million hours <laughs> of, yeah. like, recording to go into it. So I just wanted to kind of take the key details. Um, okay, well, actually, I'm going to – I know we, like, had our little format written down, but I'm actually going to get into R. Kelly because yep. it's kind of kind of similar, kind of not. To me too, yeah. So I'm going to, like – well, we'll put a trigger warning in the beginning of this podcast, 100%. just in case. Yeah, but yeah. I will say this for R. Kelly, because his is a little bit more... I have, like, a little bit more detail to, like, the things that happened, and I feel like it's just... I'm going to keep it, like, as low-key as I can, but it is, like, a big part of the story is, like, what he's been doing, what he still continues to get away yeah. with, and all this stuff. Disgusting. So, basically, in a nutshell, you know, R. Kelly is accused... Okay, no, first of all, R. Kelly, hip-hop, yeah. R&B singer... Known for songs such as I Believe I Can Fly from Space Jam. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where? It's kind of a bop. And like uh, Ignition. It's a remix to Ignition. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love that song. So like, it's a lot of songs that you don't even know you know, but he's also like produced a ton of, of Yeah, songs he's behind well. the so scenes in the music industry. I didn't even realize like how big he was until like I actually watched this documentary because I was like, oh, like R. Kelly, just kind of like, you know how there's random rappers like Chameleonaire. Do you remember that song? It's like They See Me Roll. Oh, yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just like, oh, like he has a, a couple hit songs. Wonder it's like you never realize like on the back end that they're like producing other people's songs even though they're not like, you know, yeah. getting their own stuff out. But in a nutshell, he has been accused of sleeping with underage girls and basically running like a sex cult yeah. for like ever since he's been famous. Like it's Disgusting. been going on for a really long time. So... There's a six-part documentary called Surviving R. Kelly, which brought numerous witnesses, like his ex-wife of 10 years, 
multiple girlfriends that mm-hmm. were kind of like in this, we'll call it a sex cult for a lack of a better term, alleged sex alleged. cult. Alleged. Um, Everything we say obviously is allegedly, allegedly. speaking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in this whole podcast. Um, yeah. And there's just like the parents of some of the girls that like still to this day, like do not have contact with their daughters. It's, and this was only made like last year. So it's like fairly recent. Yeah. Um, so again, six part documentary, I was going to break down like episode by episode and just like give you like a little taster, but there's just literally so much information crammed mm-hmm. into each of them. I just strongly advise anyone to like watch it if you're actually really interested. I think I might um, do it tonight. Yeah, I've been putting it, it off. I don't know why. I, keep I mean, they're like an it. hour each, so you can't like do all of them tonight. But you can get. A I can pretty try. Good start. Have you seen me on the couch? <laughs> I'm pretty great. <laughs> Honestly, like, it sucks you in. Like it's like at, at the end of every episode, you're like, I can't not watch the next Crazy. one because you're like, this is just too much. Oh, I'm excited for this okay. well, segment I'm gonna try, you have. It's gonna ruin it for you like, a little bit. It's but, totally fine. I'll start. But honestly, it. I will promise you, there's so much more information still in there. Okay, perfect. So. It starts in the beginning, like, you know, where he's from, all this stuff. So, he's from... Shit, I didn't even write down where he's from. I'm pretty sure it was, like, Atlanta type of area. Yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. Um, but kind of this whole thing stems... And, like, I listened to the... Um, My Favorite Murder podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, when you hear of all these, like, um, serial killers or, like, sexual assault people... Like, people that do it, yeah. okay, God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, Not but, like, they, like, they always come from, like, a rough, like, upbringing. And, like, yeah. for him, like, he claimed, and, like, this is, like, his words, but like, he claimed that he was, like, sexually molested by, like, several family members growing up. Jesus. And in his words said that this apparently awakened his sexual side before he even knew what sex was. So it's, like, already you're Weird. off to, like, a rough start. Like, he said this is what, like, was happening between the ages of 7 to 14. Like, yeah. So it's, like, you're not off to a strong start. No. But, so that's kind of, like, where, you know, everyone, or he claims this is kind of coming from. But you kind of fast forward, you know, he's getting famous. He's consistently um, inviting, like, young underage girls to his studio to, like, come hang out and just, like, listen, whatever. But as everyone knows, um... Like, one of his backup singers, like, within the show, like, claims to have seen R. Kelly having sex with Aaliyah Houghton. How do you pronounce it? Like... That sounds familiar. Yeah, like, she was, like, the R&B singer that died in a plane crash in 2001. Oh, yeah. They had a song together that was called, like, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Oof. Because, like... I know. Um, She was his then, like, R&B protege. Again, she died in a plane crash in 2001. But at the age of 15... She was 15. He was, like, in his 20s. They got married. Yeah. Wait. Why did I not know this? Their wedding certificate um, was leaked to the press, um, which listed her (laughs) as age I was just going to say, there's some illegal stuff going on. But it was altered. So, basically, like, the certificate was altered by his former manager slash assistant, who was also told by Kelly at the time that Aaliyah was pregnant. But, like, who knows what happened there? Because there was no, like, baby. So, (laughs) basically... Uh, yeah, so, like, that happened. She was 15, but the certificate said she was 18 to, like, so they could actually get married, because, like, you wouldn't be yeah. able to do that. No. Yeah. Ugh. Ew. So, um, unfortunately, like, they actually, like, got divorced, like, before she passed away and, like, kind of, like, parted ways and whatnot, um, because, and I'll, I'll get into, like, reasons why later, but basically, fast forward past Aaliyah, he gets married. Mm-hmm. 
to a woman. I'm not going to say names because there's so many names, so I'm just going to, like, try and keep it as simple as possible. Okay, perfect. So he gets married, um, but that wedding is actually a surprise wedding <laughs> that he throws, like, without her consent or her input. Shut they up. They get married, like, his family's not there, her family's not there. Mm-hmm. And this just kind of, like, shows, like, how, like, controlling he is. 100%. And just Red wants, flags. Yeah. So, like, they were married for 10 years, they had three kids together, and throughout that time, like, she was just, like, tortured, abused, like, allegedly, like, locked in closets, had to ask permission to eat sort of thing. And that's, like, a common thing that a lot of these, like, you know, ex-girlfriends, let's call them, Mm -hmm. um, had to say that, like, they always had to ask permission to do things. Some of them, like, had to ask permission to, like, go to the bathroom. And they Whoa. would be, like, locked in rooms where there would be, like, a bucket in the corner. And, like, that was your bathroom. Because, like, you just were not allowed to leave. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. And he, like, would drag them around, like, from his house or, like, wherever he was traveling. He would always, like, just keep them around. And, like, diff- each... And he'd have multiple girls. Like, in every single room. It would be, like, different. Ew. Um, Psycho. So, Sparkle. She's the one girl that I'm going to name. Because, like, <laughs> she's, like, the... The one, or, like, probably, like, the one story that stuck out the most to me within Mm. all this. So, she was, like, another, like, protege of his. Now, nothing happened between them. So, she was just, like, working on a CD. He was, like, helping her produce it and Mm. whatnot. So, she was one of the witnesses that attested that, like, his wife had to, like, ask permission to eat and stuff. And, like, she found that, like, very off-putting and weird. Yeah. Um, So, I'll get back to Sparkle in a second. But she is a pretty big part to this, again, like I said. So, kind of pivoting to another girl who was one of his girlfriends. They met when she was 17 years Mm -hmm. old. Um, She testified, like, well, not testified, but in the documentary said that she was regularly involved with threesomes with Kelly and underage girls. Like, she admitted Uh to, like, partaking in that with underage girls. And there were times when she even remembered, like, being a part of a threesome with a 14-year-old girl. Oh, my God. Gross. Um, yeah, so back to Sparkle, um, her stories, again, are probably like the most gut-wrenching of the whole documentary to me personally. Like, she introduced R. Kelly to her t- then 12-year-old niece, mm. and her niece becomes, like, the epicenter of, like, the big sex tape scandal that happened right. to R. Kelly in 2002. I feel like, I mean, I was only, like, 10 years old when that happened, so, like, yeah. I kind of remember it a little bit, but, like, when you're 10, you have, like, no idea what's totally. going on. So this was, like, the first time I was really hearing, like, what happened. So amidst all of this, like, R. Kelly, like, is admitting to his tour manager that he's, like, obsessed with filming himself, engaging in sexual acts with, like, whether it's, like, the threesome, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, in February... 2002 an anonymous package is delivered to i believe it's like newspapers and stuff like that that allegedly features him with a 14 year old girl which was allegedly sparkle's niece Ooh, yeah so both sparkle and the 17 year old girlfriend that i mentioned before that admitted to having threesomes with underage girls they both looked at the film and confirmed that it's the niece and so they they told authorities they're like yep that's her but when it actually comes to the court proceedings the niece's parents deny everything they're like that's not our daughter that's oh not her and because the girl's under age like she can't testify she can't do anything right. um oh no what did i do there we go um <laughs> yeah so they denied it was their daughter because there's like bootleg copies of this video like being sold like everyone in like well not everyone in the world but like <laughs> 
like the public basically could for see it, this so like it, yeah. i can understand how they're like that's not our daughter like they just want to deny 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 um with the witness and her family denying it was her, the jury came back with a not guilty verdict. So, like, R. Kelly, like, got off. Shit. And basically... Well, it's all things... Those parents played a huge part for denying it. I know. Um, and Sparkle, basically, in the document, she accuses R. Kelly of, like, paying off the family. She mm. thinks that's what it kind of came down to. Like... Possible. Again, I can understand, like, with that being around, you just don't want to admit any amount that that's your kid. Totally. And, yeah, because it was, like, such a big thing in the news at the time. Um, so multiple families are accusing R. Kelly of, like, kidnapping their daughters. Like, in most cases, the daughters are promised, like, a music career from R. Kelly, but then they're sort of sucked into becoming, like, a sex slave of his. Yeah. So, like, he'll be, like, really good with them and, like, he'll, uh, like, be very, uh, communicative with the parents, like, if the girls are underage. Uh, yeah. So there was, like, one girl that, named Azriel, like, she was, like, 17 years old and, he was like, come here with me. Like, I'm going to, like, help you with your music career. And the parents were, like, all into it. They're like, oh, this is great. Our Kelly's mm-hmm. going to make our daughter a star. And as she was moving around, they're like, okay, one of the parents needs to be with us. Or, like, her older sister needed to be there because she was underage. Yeah. And then eventually they paid for, like, R. Kelly paid for her to have, like, a guardian with her at all times. And then the parents were feeling good about it. The second she turned 18, radio silent. Never heard from her for like literally like two or three years. I think it was they never heard what? from her. And there was another. And was family. she was just at the house? Sorry, you're probably getting. Well, like that's the thing is like in the documentary, like they're looking for her, and like they find a place that they think she is, yeah. and they try to knock on the door, and they see a girl in the window, and they're pretty sure it's her, but she just won't come out. Oh, and it's kind of like half and half because it's like there's another mom who sees her daughter, who is like this very like feminine beautiful girl and then you see pictures with like r kelly like they're kind of like they're out and about like they're not always locked up but it's like she's kind of dressed kind of like a boy Mm. and it's really like she shaved her head like really short she's dressing in like really baggy clothes and whatnot and they realize like oh like that or the mom realizes that's my daughter so she tracks her down at like a hotel and basically like asks like the front desk like I need to talk to my daughter. Like, can you put her on the phone for me? So she like gets on the phone with her and she's like, you need to come and see me. So she comes down. She's like, you need to leave. Like, why mm. do you want to be like this? So the daughter leaves with her. But then at the end of that episode, it says like, she went back for like a little while, but then she mm. came back again to her mom. So it's like, it's kind of like Stockholm. Oh, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So even like recently, like when the, when episode like six ends, it's like, Jocelyn Savage and Azriel, I don't remember her last name, but those were like the two girls that were like their families were still wanting to get in touch with them. Like they would, they're constantly to this day. Well, at the end of the documentary, um, and like they were even getting like police to do like wellness checks. Like I know my daughter's in there. I just want to make sure she's okay. But like the police only have so much jurisdiction. Like they can't open a door without um, permission or a warrant. A warrant, yes. So there's only so much they can do it, like, yeah. most times. And, like, it, I just – it's gut-wrenching, like, watching these families. Because they're, like, we just want to talk to her. And, like, if she's fine and wants to stay, like, that's fine. But we just haven't seen or heard from her in yeah, so long. Yeah, we'll make sure she's okay. Yeah. So I believe, like, the documentary came out, like, late last year, late 2018. Yeah. And now we're, we're a year later. So Jocelyn Savage just came out on Instagram, like – a couple weeks ago hmm. saying that she teamed up with like patreon hmm. um to kind of get her story out there and i was kind of like excited for it i wasn't gonna pay for it i was just like waiting for the yeah. news outlets to kind of say like what's she talking about um because i'm sure it was gonna line up with all these like other yeah. girlfriends and 
basically like Patreon ended up shutting down the page because they couldn't verify that it was her. So it's like, oh. who knows if like she's the one that's been doing it this whole time. Ooh. Really hard to say. And then just the other day, I saw Asriel is like on Twitter now. And I was just like kind of going through her tweets and she's like, go follow my Instagram, but then her Instagram kept getting shut down. So it's like, you really can't tell if either of these girls, if that's really them. Yeah, interesting. So I don't know if they've made contact with their families yet. It's really, but I mean, there's like updated pictures of Asriel. So like, it looks real. I don't know. It's like really hard to say. Oh gosh. But, uh, yeah. So basically multiple families accuse Kelly of kidnapping their daughters. In most cases, the daughter to promise music career. Sucked into the sex slave, um, following him from state to state for shows and being put up in hotels, etc. He would frequently starve them to weaken them and brainwash Mm -hmm. them. Um, A few of them have come forward since, obviously, that are noted in the documentary. So, in the end, did R. Kelly get cancelled? Wait, can I ask a question before you go to cancel? Yeah. So, is he in jail? Nothing's happened? Let me get there. Oh, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> so, I said, so oh, heck, leave yes, hanging. he did. Um, I mean, it's kind of like, yes, no, there's so many supporters that just Ugh. cannot accept that he's done this type of thing. Right. And I can only somewhat uh, resonate with that, because, like, with all the stuff that came out on Michael Jackson, you're like, his music is so good. Yeah. You just don't want to believe it. So, for years, like, even before the documentary came out, like, there was, like, a women's movement, um, and they were trying to get uh, a social media campaign called Hashtag Mute R. Kelly going, uh, which eventually gained momentum. Spotify, Apple Music, and Pandora stopped featuring or promoting his music, but Spotify ultimately reversed their decision. Um, This came from backlash um, from members of the music industry saying it was a slippery slope decision as he hadn't, he hasn't been convicted of anything yeah, still yet to this day. It's like still like they're still just gathering evidence mm-hmm. because there's a lot of like things that these women can Unanswered say, but it's questions. really hard to show the proof of it. And you got a fact check. You got a fact check. We um, need to. So well. he's you know many celebrities have spoken out against him. His concerts are being canceled like yeah. left, right, front, and center. So investigations are kind of underway. So it's not really like certain where things are going to land in totally. this. I think this is going to be a really like long haul type of. Um, thing but i would take a step back and not do the concerts and just lay low i think he's running low on cash already though so in that sense he's losing pretty hard because like i think for uh since no big artists want to work with him he can't make his producer money i mean he can on like old existing songs but a lot of um artists like that featured him in songs like lady gaga did a song with him she took that song off like like, youtube gone all the platforms i mean good for you like it's the statement, like, what what has been said about him of what he's done, like, if it's true, which yeah. is leaning towards it, it is, which is horrible. And so it's good that musicians, like, for the time being until it's, like, figured out, you yeah. know, Yeah, and I mean, stand. there was, like, some pretty, like, big celebrities, like, John Legend was in the documentary. Yeah. There's oh. Some, I can't remember because I watched it so long ago, but that's the one I remember. I'm actually, I'm going to watch it this week. I'm very excited. Perfect. And you can tell me how yeah, you feel about, about it next yeah. week and let me know if I missed anything huge. Oh, I will. But that's pretty much the case of R. Kelly. God. Two back-to-back huge ones. I know. That I feel like not the best ending and it's still kind of not ongoing but it's just not the answer we want. Yeah. <laughs> so these are like heavy, heavy ass dramas but let mm. let me pivot you. Okay. To YouTuber. Pivot. Cancel culture. Pivot. Because they're always yeah. so much like not pettier but I just feel like it's more frequent and over things that are not necessarily as big as sexual assault. 
And I feel like people, mostly adults, like, make such a big thing of it because they're like, how is this person famous? Oh, my God, they got famous off of doing this and they're pulling this shit. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just, like, this double whammy. Whereas sometimes when a celebrity does something, I feel like they can bounce back easier because they're like, but they're a great actor. Yeah. I actually have thoughts that after you do the two YouTubers that on the difference between celebrities and YouTubers in terms of cancel culture. Okay. This one's a short one, because then I think you have another one to do after I do not. So you have two, I believe. Oh, you're all done? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, then I have two more for you. Exciting. (laughs) Hit me with them. Okay, so first one, Logan Paul. And if Mm -hmm. you don't know who Logan Paul is, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you living? Because can I move there? (laughs) Yeah. So Logan Paul, brother to Jake Paul, they had like a like, arguably a pretty high peak in their career in, like, Mm -hmm. mid-2017, in the summertime. Yeah. I think, like, it was, like, Jake had this, like, song that went kind of viral um, within the YouTube space. And, I mean, they were already... every Oh, Every Day, bro. Yeah, Every Day, bro. Uh, I I hate that I know that. (laughs) But, like, he was, like, famous for being on, like, a Disney show, like, Bizarre Vark or something, which is hilarious to look back on nowadays, like, seeing the person that he is, like, married to Tana Mojo, and he was on a Disney show. God help everyone. But they were they were big before that anyways, like on the space. Like, oh, Logan, it's huge. Yeah, like Logan Paul was started before his brother did. Like he catapulted yes. Jake sort of thing. So anyways, his cancelled moment um, came around January 1st or 2nd. I can't remember if it was New Year's Day 2018. Mm. Um, but basically, while in Japan with friends, Lozen, Logan visited the... I can't pronounce this. The Okiara Forest. I believe it's the Dead Man's Forest. Wasn't that actually translated into Dead Man's Forest? Um, because that's why he made the vlog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the base of Mount Fuji, which is a frequent site of suicides. So a lot of people. This is a giant forest. A lot of um, locals will go in there to commit suicide because I think there's like some sort of like lovelorn, like story around the forest so there's yeah. just some sort of like poetry i could be totally wrong oh sorry I... it's a it's titled in suicide forest oh is that That's... what it is directly translated? i don't know if it's directly translated but like the nickname of it yeah yeah, yeah the yeah, english yeah. nickname i guess yeah. so the intention of the video that he made was actually just to do like a haunted forest like type of video but while they were filming they actually came across like a man's body who had committed suicide so it was deceased man yeah. um he continues to film the dead body, and, like, I think in the original video, he didn't even blur it. I saw it. No, I saw the original You saw video. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I saw it. Yeah, you can see the man hanging right behind him. Shut up. Yeah, and then I he, never saw the original. And he acknowledges it. He goes, look. Like, it's... Yeah, so like, he's just, like, you know, the video shows the man's body as Logan and his friends around him are making, like, almost, like, comedic remarks. 100%. Which, like, I don't think they're doing maliciously. It's just, in a situation like that, Uneducated. I'm sure you're just, like... Uh, uh, like you don't know what to Shock. say yeah and like his his videos are very light-hearted for most part totally so i'm sure he was just trying to like continue on with that not realizing but the video was uploaded to youtube and it was also promoted as a trending video it so it took it to so like bad. number one yeah. or something like very quickly which catapulted it to gain millions of views before it was ultimately taken down mm-hmm. by youtube um so that's kind of like the basic explanation of it. So I just kind of wrote, so did he get canceled? Yes and no. Yeah. You know, it was a bit of a bumpy ride back, but ultimately with a very young fan base of kids that just want to see like the next type of ridiculous video, mm-hmm. Logan Paul was able to bounce back. 
you know, he does admit that the video changed his character for the better. Um, in August of 2018, he faced against the other YouTuber KSI in a boxing ring fight mm-hmm. with millions of fans watching on pay-per-view. So, and he just did another fight, like, last month. Yeah. Which, again, huge, huge fight that everyone, like, tuned in and paid, like, yeah. 50 to to $100 to watch. Um, so, it seems like he's fine now, and it seems like he's learned and grown from it. But totally. for a while, it was, like, rough, like... It, it really affected the YouTube community as a whole because yeah. it wasn't like just him, but it, it affected a lot of YouTubers monetization. Cause then all of a sudden people were like, wait, you'll literally let anyone upload anything yeah. and you'll promote it to be trending. Totally. If anyone's like the slightest educated on the YouTube space, it's very last two years. It's been very strict now in terms of what people can upload and what they can't. And in terms of Logan Paul, being canceled, he was actually canceled by YouTube. He was taken out of Google Preferred, which is this program that like helps the larger YouTubers get like premium ad mon- raids. But like, yeah, 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 premium revenue. He was immediately taken out of that, and his revenue he said either he said or there was reported allegedly it was cut down in half. Now, now I don't know if he's back in the program, but it seems like he's doing he's doing well. He's like it never even yeah. happened. But in the like as soon as that happened, his video was taken down. He was taken out of Google Preferred and. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, his video, because he had a couple original productions, like, with YouTube. Yeah. Like, that was halted, which, like, I'm not going to lie. I loved, like, he did this video, or movie, sorry, mm-hmm. called The Thinning. Oh, I've never uh, seen it. It's super lame. Like, eh. <laughs> But I had to watch the second one, and, like, the second one was, like, literally, like, done. Oh, and wow. they just, like, will, would not launch it. They eventually did, they did like, way it? later. Did and you it watch was, it? Mm, garbage. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but I love me some, like, stupid ass movies. oh me too but yeah like i said i think like he has just like such a young fan base that almost like didn't care that he did that yeah it, it, he's more so affected probably in the traditional celebrity world that like those people will not want to work with him totally but he can probably maintain a decent youtuber status so true and i think this was actually the first case of like youtube council culture that was brought into the mainstream media like even my dad who literally knows nothing about youtube was reading it on cnn and was like hey this youtuber kid do you know him like so it's just like funny not funny but it's interesting that this was the event that kind of crossed over the youtube to the slub world and yeah. traditional media like well i mean vice and year, everyone was reporting the year on before? it before yeah, yeah it must have been the year before um, but, like, PewDiePie, like, when the first ad pocket right, happened, yeah. like, for anyone that doesn't know, PewDiePie, like, I think he's, I can't tell if he's number one or number two <laughs> most subscribed channel on YouTube because he's kind of in a duel with T-Series at all Yeah, time. I think T-Series is above he, him a little bit. But he bit. has over 100 million subscribers, which is, like, yeah, he's killing insanity. It. Um, but as an experiment, like, he went on Fiverr. And just wanted to see if these, like, kids from, like, you know, like, a third world country, if they would write literally anything on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and record themselves, like, dancing with it. So he, I can't remember what he said, but it was basically just, like, some anti-Semitic it stuff. Was like, it wasn't, like, Nazi? terrible. Now I can't really remember, but I think it was something to do. Yeah, I don't know. We shouldn't repeat I mean, it anyway. It, it was bad, don't get me wrong. But he wasn't doing it to be, like, this is what I believe. He just wanted to be, like... Literally, people will do anything for a dollar. Look at what these guys did. Yeah, but totally. it's like also a really dumb experiment because it's like they probably didn't speak great English, so totally. they don't know what they're doing. So you know, he uploads this video of these kids with this like anti-Semitic slur, and same thing. Like the video was like promoted. I'm pretty yeah, sure by YouTube and and so, but that was like 
really big. Because I think with Logan Paul, I mean, I guess there was a second Adpocalypse, but PewDiePie was the first one that affected yeah. most people because it like things had been okay on YouTube for quite a while. And after PewDiePie, like people immediately removed their ad dollars from Google. Mm-hmm. And like you saw some channels go from making like tens of thousands of dollars a month to literally zero. Zero, yeah. Like, I know a couple insane. that just like went to absolutely nothing. They had to completely pivot the type of content they were mm-hmm. making because YouTube allowed anything at the time. I mean, not like pornography or anything like that but yeah like, but like violence and 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 these like vicious pranks that might be fake might be real but it looks like someone's severely hurt so yeah exactly yeah youtube's definitely changed so yeah i mean i think you're right though because like that one was in the media but i don't think that was like him like that was just like look at what youtube's allowing agreed it and then was... the logan paul one was more him because they could link him to, like, his brother, who was yeah. a Disney star. Like, there was just so many more well, things. it's, like, that... the long debate of, like, YouTubers, why are they famous? All they do is upload videos to YouTube versus, like, celebrities or real people. Yeah, you I know, think famous people get people. frustrated because it's just, like, if you need to set a good example. A hundred percent. And, like, YouTube is now the new blockbuster. It's, like, the new movie yeah. source. Like, instead of people watching YouTube or Netflix, they're watching YouTube. Like, kids grow up on vlogs like my seven-year-old nephew watches youtube every saturday morning on my mom's uh ipad so it's just like it's so funny i would never even dream of doing that as a kid never yeah i've seen like videos of like parents at those like big like video conferences like vidcon play this live and they're just like we don't even have cable like my kid just watches youtube on an ipad or a laptop all day yeah so it's interesting it's a life yeah, you go into your last uh, YouTube one, and then I'll go into my thoughts between okay. the cancel culture between the two okay. worlds. Okay, okay, This is my last one. So this one also is, like, just such a big story, and, like, I really just tried to get it down to, like, the nitty-gritty. So, again, I, if you're interested in this, I encourage you to just look up any YouTube video about it. But this is basically against... Um, or it's Tati Westbrook versus James Charles. Right. The beauty community. Oh God help Friggin the beauty claw community. Claw your eyes out. <laughs> yeah. um, buckle up. Yeah, Because buckle they're up. savages. Anyways. Um, so James and Tati, super close relationship. You know, when he was still, when he was just starting out on YouTube, um, they were friends. James went to Tati's wedding and she even paid for his flights and got him a pair of pants. It's like so, oh like this God. is like from their video that they made together Childish. like a while ago, um, just so he could go to the wedding because he was so broke ass at the time. Mm. So like that's that's friendship. It's a good friendship move. Yeah, and it's I really mean cute. she's she's older and he's like really young, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, but again, YouTube brings people of all walks of life together. That's very true. Yeah. So this whole drama starts with James Charles being at Coachella and he promotes a line of hair supplements called Sugar Bear Hair, who, like, right. influencers like the Kardashians have promoted them and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, basically, the problem with this is that Tati owns her own beauty su- hair supplement company right. called Halo Halo yep. Beauty. Yeah. Um, after, you know, James posts the Instagram stories, she posts a long Instagram story post, like, crying, basically explaining how hurt and betrayed she is. Um, she doesn't, like, directly say what the issue is, but everyone kind of, like, puts two and two together. But she's betrayed because, obviously, like, Sugar Bear Hair is, like, a huge competitor of Halo Beauty. And, you know, again, this was indirect. It took followers a little bit to confirm that this was true. 
um, what it was truly about, um, but they obviously figured it out as yeah. all the internet sleuths do. Yeah. Um, People these days can find out anything. Yeah. So James, you know, kind of went on to Instagram story and then like confirmed um, and apologized to Tati on an Instagram story. He said he only did the post, you know, and he put like hashtag ad and everything. So yeah. it makes it look like a true sponsored Sponsorship. post. So he said he only did the integration because Sugar Bear Hair helped James with security while he was at Coachella and claims that he did not accept any money in exchange for it. Which, like, to me is, like, ridiculous because it's, like, you have a platform of, like, millions of followers. Like, I like I don't know how many he has now. Mm, I think, I don't know. I can check it. YouTube? Over, uh, no, on Instagram. Oh, Instagram. This is all on Instagram it. story. But it's, like, you're telling me that you're willing to give a company, like, three or four Instagram stories. Yeah. For the cost of security. So weird. And I think that's what Tati says in her video, too. She's, like, that makes no sense. Yeah, no, it's, At, it's all. It was a cop out. He, um, by the way, he has fifteen point nine million, so just shy of yeah. sixteen. No, like that's insanity. So it's like you know, ugh, I can't with that. Yeah, so, like I, I didn't bad accept excuse. that when no, I saw bad it. Excuse. Yeah. So like he claims, you know, it was a big oversight on his side, um, and it was a big mistake that he did that. But he was just like afraid for his safety at Coachella, and he really needed that security. You could on. pay for it. It's like a copy yeah. to you. But he just say he says that he texted her ahead of posting mm. Instagram story, so like she was aware. Okay. So, but I don't know. Like later, a gossip outlet reached out to James, and he reported to them that he also received an artist band from Sugar Bear Hair. Right. So for anyone that doesn't know, like for Coachella passes, you have your standard general pass, you have a VIP pass, which in the past was like the past to have, but yeah. now this year and subsequent years, um, the artist pass, which is like, you can't buy it. You can only get it if you like know someone yeah. and it's like, gives you access to all the backstage areas where like all the artists are and you can hang out in like those VIP VIP areas mm-hmm. sort of deal. So when he, you know, responded to that gossip outlet, like he said, Oh yeah, I got like an artist pass. And it's like, that's sketchy. Cause that wasn't in the first apology when he's like, I only did it for security. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, but now you're he's saying you have an artist pass. So it's like, you're hiding stuff because your story's not staying the same. Mm-hmm. And so, oh God, like all of this is like so petty. I'm sorry. Like it's That's like we're talking community. about like we're talking about like celebrities and like sexual Ugh. assault. So like fucking this Coachella. Um, but you know what? Yeah. That's you. That's YouTube. Yeah. So she. So Tati uploads a video titled "Bye Sister," <laughs> which included. <laughs> Wait, love that. Yeah, which included a rundown of like what happened, why she was upset, and a ton of accusations that you know stuff including. James basically, so James is gay, and he's very openly gay, like, yeah, you know. Um, but basically she was accusing him of, like, targeting straight men and using his celebrity right. to, like, try and persuade them into, like... Sexual acts? I guess. Yeah. Or just, like, flirting, whatever. Like, she was saying that, like, while they were at, um, dinner one time, like, he kept, like, saying, like, oh my god, like, you have no idea, like, what I would do to that waiter, blah, blah, blah. And, like, they were in front of people, like, he didn't really know that well, so she was, like, he was being really embarrassed, and like, he was saying, like, very, like, very descriptive, lewd things that he would, like, do to this yeah. waiter. So she was, like, that was so embarrassing, and, like, even, like, um, when the waiter went home that night, like, he was just kind of, like, ignoring him. Yeah. So, like, he, the waiter came out and, like, made a video and basically, like, dm oh, Yeah, he, like, dm James Charles because he was, like, apparently bisexual at the time. So his sister, like, encouraged him. He's, like, just send James a DM, just say, like, I'm the waiter from the restaurant. And then 
apparently like they like you know met up a couple times but then the guy ultimately like decided that he was straight Mm. and um you know told james that and then there's all these text messages that were really taken out of context because like it shows like Uh. james being like um there's no way that you're 100 percent straight blah blah blah. so it's just kind of like making it look like he's being coerced but then he's probably being playful yeah but then in like james's video he's saying that's taken way out of context. Like, I was trying to help him, like, find his sexuality. But, you know, I was just trying to, like, be there for him. So, it's just, there's, like, a lot of things that just are very... Oh, questionable. Yeah. So, like, but, I mean, even, like, Jeffree Star, huge makeup mogul, yeah. other big influencer in the community, um, posted a tweet saying, there's a reason that Nathan, his then-boyfriend, um, banned James from ever coming over to our home again. There's a reason why I haven't seen him since Tati's birthday in February. He is a danger to society. Everything Tati said is 100% true. Mm. So, yeah, and I mean, like, at the end of the day, like, Jeffree Star, he'll start drama for literally a dollar. Oh, so. my God. He'll just do it for a laugh. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> in bed bored, and he's like, what can I draw him up to? Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, amidst all of this, you know, question of the hour, did he get canceled? Also, very similar to Logan Paul, yes and no. So this was, like, a little bit more, like, dramatic because, like, with Logan Paul, I feel like he didn't, like, suffer, like, a subscriber hit, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, But basically for James Charles, he started at almost 16.5 million subscribers and dropped down to 13 million within, like, two or three days. And at the same time, like, Tati grew, like, I think it was, like, five, four or five million. Like, she broke 10 million. Um... Because everyone was kind of like they were like literally burning his Morphe palette. Okay, I did see that. Yeah, like <laughs> everyone, like they're just like taking videos of like them burning their palettes because they're like, "What have you done?" You know, he had to cancel his tour, which like is right. his own drama in itself. Because yeah, he was charging five hundred dollars for a meet and greet. Like you, ugh, can't. But <laughs> so like he got so down to thirteen million on YouTube, and he also lost a million on Instagram at the time as well. But he is now, I just checked today, so he's now back up to about 16.3 million on YouTube. Which, I mean, this drama was in May. So, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, three and a half million subscribers since May. Like, that's, like, seven months-ish. Like, that's pretty good. But you probably would have, like, recovered a lot faster. Totally. Um, So, yeah, his tour was canceled. Um... He gained back his subscribers, but I think it mostly came from the fact that, you know, Tati ended up deleting her videos because she's like, I just don't want to be a part of this anymore. I'm sorry I even started this. Yeah. She felt bad. I think, like, she wasn't expecting it to get to the point that he was going to be losing subscribers. Uh, Okay. Yes and no. I don't agree with that. Everyone always says, like, I didn't want anyone to attack him. I didn't think it would hurt him negatively. But, like, why did you post the video then? You could have just went to him personally. Like, there's no reason to drum up. I think, like, so many, because, I mean, I, I follow, um, you know, those, like, beauty gossip Instagram accounts. Yeah. There's so much drama that, like, happens between YouTubers that just doesn't really get drawn out as big as that one did. Yeah. I mean, very different, because they're both very big influencers, but I feel like maybe she just thought, it's just drama, and, like, everyone's going to be, like, you know, listen to Views, whatever side, yeah. and, like, that's going to be it. I don't think she realized that people are going to be, like, oh, my God, burn the palette, unsubscribe, yeah. do all of this stuff. But I think, like, that happened. If she would have left it at just, like, the hair products, like, that's petty. But when you bring in stuff, anything to do, like, he didn't sexually assault anyone. Or, like, you know, like, I don't think that's what he was accused of. But when you start bringing in stuff, like, 
you're forcing people to be gay just because you want them to be, that's when you're getting into this, like, weird territory of, like, our generation and the younger generation that are, like, let me be who I want to be, like, don't force me, blah, 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 blah. So I think, like, her dragging that, and I think that's the part that she felt bad about. I think either way she should have exposed him for the hair stuff, fine, whatever. Yeah. That's, like, your friend being shitty. Yeah. Um... But yeah, if she didn't want it to blow up big, she shouldn't have said anything. No, any of the because that's stuff. nothing's factual. She had nothing to back it up. And yes, the text messages, but again, out of context, like what what someone can write over text is like, I don't know, could be taken different ways. Yeah, and like you can like alter when someone that says so okay easily. to me instead of KK, I think immediately they're mad. But they're on the other end, being like, no, I just said okay. How about you know, K with one period? Yeah, no, capital K period. Yeah. You hate me. <laughs> I did something wrong. Life is over. We're never talking again. But, yeah, I don't know. I think this is perfectly leads into our last segment, which is, like, our personal thoughts on um, cancel culture. Obviously, this is a very touchy <laughs> situation. But in terms of, like, YouTubers, I find cancel culture is just, like, so different because career-wise, they're always bounced back because their viewers, yes, they might hate them. They always want to tune into the next video. Um, and the, again, which would give them more views, which give them more money. So I just think, yes, they might have, in terms of like their makeup palettes and stuff, might have hurt, but their YouTube is always the same because people just want to tune in. Well, Whereas, it's like, like for me, I almost want to like tune in just to be like, what are you doing now that this all happened? Well, totally. Are you pretend like this didn't happen. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Traditionally, I feel like they're screwed. A lot of brands will like remove their names from it, but YouTube, as their main source of career, being a YouTuber, it's never really affected. True. Yeah. It's like if it's the drama is like off, like it has nothing to do with YouTube, yeah. like you won't really be hit that much there. Yeah. Money wise, like if you maintain. Just interesting. I don't know. It's a different world. Yeah. Cancel culture is just, oh, this, I have another story. Okay. But it's just like an example. This is like two sentences, but it's an example of like how I think cancel culture has been drawn out and people are just being canceled for no reason, like no real reason. Have you heard about this Lizzo drama that happened like last month, I think it was, with Ariana Grande? No. Okay, so she collabor- collaborated with Ariana on a remix to Truth Hurts. Okay. And in that same period... She was, like, nominated for an award, Mm -hmm. and she was on the top ten charts. So it's, like, a huge thing for musicians to be on top ten charts. And she tweeted out, like, thank you so much, you guys. Like, that's amazing. Fans immediately attacked her and said, you have no right to act like this. Like, Ariana Grande made you who you are. This is the reason why you're on the top ten charts, which is, it's important to know that her original song, Truth Hurts, was on the top ten charts, not her remix. Is the remix even out? It's out, yeah, yeah. No, it's out. I actually have it. It's very good. (laughs) But, no, the original song is on the top ten charts, and people are like, Ariana Grande made you who you are. This song has been out since, like, 2016. And I don't know what happened to Lizzo, but last year something really happened magically, and she became, like, this huge superstar. Okay, the way that, like, I found the song was that stupid Gina Rodriguez movie. Do you think it was that? I think it is, but... That one scene that she's dancing to, though, really gets you in a vibe. I think it truly was the the reason. But it's just, like, so funny. So, Ariana's fans like attacked them over twitter and started the trending hashtag lizzo is over party and everyone just like attacked her and was like you're nobody without arnia grande so that's just like an example of how i think culture or cancel culture has been just dragged out to no end i think like it's sometimes just like yeah it gets done to people being like just their one opinion you get another couple of people that have the same and then you yeah. get into this like big attack party yeah sort of dealio so ridiculous well wow that was an- another heavy 
heavy episode. That was a, this is going to be a long episode. I know. So I hope you're <laughs> stuck in traffic while you listen to us. So yeah. we're a little bit of entertaining. Apology of the week. Oh, we shoot. We didn't decide who was going to do it. Do you have one off the top of your head? I can probably do one. I don't have one. So if you okay. can have one, that'd be Okay. Great. I was going to like save this for like our next one. Oh. But like my apology of the week goes to my future brother-in-law, Jeff. Oh. Um, I'm going to elaborate on my big Disney World trip in a different episode because, holy fuck, I can talk about it for days. Oh, we like, should do that next episode then. Yeah. I want to hear it. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to apologize to him because, like, I'm such a planner, like, mm-hmm. and I'm on a schedule, and, <laughs> like, he, he was wanting to enjoy Disney World a different way than what I had planned, and I gave him a lot of fucking sass while we were at Disney World. Oh, shit. I'm excited for you to elaborate on this. Yeah. So, like, I, yeah, I'll definitely elaborate more, but, like, I'm sorry, Jeff, like... I know you just wanted to enjoy yourself, but I was just trying to make it so we could all do everything in one day mm-hmm. on a timely schedule. <laughs> Everyone gets what they want done because when you go outside the schedule, then you miss things and then I'm waiting. Ugh, I'll get into it next week, but that's that's my rough apology of the Okay, week. I know next week we're going to talk about travel, but I just need to know, are you, do you type up itineraries and print it out and give it to everyone? No, Disney World's okay. a whole different breed. I don't do that for every single vacation. Oh, but, but like, you have typed up an itinerary and handed it to people? No, no, no. Not okay. at all. I mean, when Steve and I went to, like, New York once, because we got, yeah. like, a New York pass, which oh, was, nice. like, a couple hundred dollars, I was like, okay, on this day, this is what we're going to do based on, like, 100%. what's open, the latest. Like, you just want to... Like, when you're spending that much money, yeah, why, not, plan. why not be optimal on your time? Like, this vacation was, like, flights, hotel passes was like over two thousand dollars i could go to mexico for for you and steve one person jesus yeah so like and that's not even like the cost of what we spent while we were there yeah i probably spent like at least another thousand dollars while i was there jeez yeah so it's like no shit i'm gonna make the most of my time but sorry jeff sorry jeff i was a huge bitch First step is a minute. Although, I'm waiting for Steve to apologize to me because he didn't back me up. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I was going to say, well, this when I talk about him, shit. <laughs> You're going to be apologizing to Steve next week. <laughs> Please, nobody send this to him. Oh, my gosh. No, well, I'm going to send it to him. I know. That's so funny. I will text it to him right now. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Well, with that, guys, thanks for listening. Yeah, follow our Instagram. Okay, like, it's funny because we actually said we have an Instagram. We didn't even say what it was called, did we? Yeah, We Apologize Podcast. Oh, okay, okay, at least one of us did. Yeah, because We Apologize in Advance Podcast. It's just very long, so Too we shortened long. it. long, so We Apologize Podcast. Then you can find our personal mm-hmm. Instagrams on there as well and some funny quotes from all of our episodes, and you'll keep up to date on yeah. when our new episodes come out. And we've gotten a couple of DMs, so we love to hear from you guys. So <laughs> keep it coming. They're absolute gibberish, and, you know, maybe they're Spam sending accounts. the same thing to, like, 100 people. But, like, whatever. We're getting there. We're one of the 100, so that's day. all that matters. Okay, well, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see. Oh, hear you, we'll hear listen, you next week. Speak to you. We'll speak, speak to, to you, you next week. week. Bye. Bye.